if you have a secured card for 500 and they give you a $300 line without a security, then that's fine. But you want at least three lines open with at least $500 of credit to really build it quickly. That's really the first key. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Good day, good day. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. This is Canadian Canuck Marco Kozlowski eh? and uh, Gabriel Araish. It's like the Fonz. Yeah. We should have had some Except maple syrup on the show. We should have had some uh, Tim Hortons maple mm. syrup and... A trucker. What else? A trucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a trucker. <laughs> Flew right by my head. But hey, everyone, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. This is uh, going to be a fun, interesting episode. All kidding aside, we're obviously in a very good mood today. Going to share some pretty neat topics. One, we're in a very good mood because Frank's not here. Just kidding. We always miss Frank. And he's actually teaching Success Reflex for me today and always does a phenomenal job when he, um, when he does that. He's turned into a really uh, amazing teacher and I'm really, really proud of the guy. He's a pro. He is a pro. He is uh, very good at what he does. And uh, so while he's training new minds on how to communicate effectively over the phone using processes that we've developed over the last 22 years and constantly improving, I'm going to be shooting a podcast with my bro from another Mo Gabriel. Yeah. And uh, yes, and we're always doing, a, I'll call it water cooler talk before <laughs> the uh, before the shooting of an episode or two or three or four, however many we can punch out at the same time. We reserve usually our Tuesdays for that, which is the day we are today for, for us. I I thought of a potential topic, which is what we're going to talk about today, which is, of course, uh, which you don't know, of course, is actually credit hacks. Uh, something that I, I help people with constantly is uh, to improve your credit. Having credit is not necessarily important when it comes to asset-based lending. You don't need credit in order to buy assets, but having access to credit is always good. And if you are a foreign national or you are an American or you're someone that just wants to buy properties in the US, when you get insurance policies on your on your property, credit is going to play a factor in how much you pay. So just having good credit built in the United States as a US person or non-US person, which is possible, which we'll discuss, you will see that you can um, improve your not only your, your insurance rates, but you can also get credit cards as a non-US person, which mo most people don't know how that even is possible. I've been doing this for years. As an example, Gabe just moved in from Canada into Florida and 30 days his FICO score was from non-existent FICO score to what he ever he's going to share that with you I don't want to I would bust his bubble but yeah he did he, in 30 days we did some very specific credit hack things and I was able to really build, build his credit so we'll have that discussion today of course uh, like us love it share it subscribe tell all your friends uh, you know just please share this information we always love helping as many humans as possible become uh, financially independent and wealthy and I'm always excited to um, grow my community because the more uh, more of us that are doing something the more money we we get access to and if you listen to the first 10 episodes of this podcast episode one through ten it explains credit-based lending versus asset-based lending which is all we do so let's talk about credit and the importance of credit and why it's important to get good credit in order for you to just have access to more money so gabe oh, i've been yip yap yip 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 yap yap yip. so go ahead gabe yeah well gabe gabe, gabe go ahead go ahead <laughs> gabe, gabe go ahead go ahead keep 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 
Yeah, Go ahead, Gabe. It's, it's you important, right but uh, you mentioned insurance, <laughs> but even I, I guess it, it's not necessary for asset-based lending, but if you do have good credit, you'll likely get sometimes the better terms as well, better lower interest rates or, or just better overall terms. So it never hurts. Uh, the important thing to understand about credit in the asset-based lending world is just that, you know, should things go south or uh, should you default, which we, you shouldn't do, but if it does happen, then your credit isn't impacted by that. And that's that's why we say you don't need credit, but having credit will help you with terms and whatnot. So I guess I can speak on my behalf in the sense of, you know, so for those who don't know, I I mean, you've, you all should know that I'm originally from Canada. And I think Mark was mentioned enough times that I've moved to Florida this year. What you may or may not have known is that I've always been a, a U.S. citizen. So, and interestingly, moving to the U.S. is, yes, it's easier as a U.S. citizen from an immigration standpoint, but when you look at it from a credit standpoint, there's no difference than me just having been born the day I showed up here. So I had, uh, you know, close to, I'd say close to 800 credit score in, in Canada, which is phenomenal. And then I got here and all of a sudden I have no credit, like no credit, non-existent. It's, it's literally like I was just born. And that was interesting because, you know, until you're in that position where uh, you don't have credit anymore, once you had it, you don't realize how important it is. You know, just for everyday things like from opening a bank account to, you know, getting your first credit card to getting, you know, car insurance or any type of insurance for that matter. And so we'll tell you about some credit hacks. And, and so with Marco's help and all his knowledge, I was able to get credit in, let's call it 45 days to be safe here in terms of uh, I'd rather, you know, conservative by nature, 45 days. And I went from zero credit to over 700 credit which is really good. I can pretty much get, you know, I've been able to get credit cards. Insurance is not a problem. Any type of insurance isn't a problem. So, so how do we do that? How do you do that? How do we do well, that? Well, well, first of all, you're, you say you're a U.S. person, uh, which I didn't even know till recently that you had a U.S. passport uh, or had, you know, you were born in the U.S. or born in Canada, first of all? Canada. You were born in Canada, but had a U.S. Yeah. Interesting. My, my dad's a citizen. Understood. Okay. So however that worked. So, you know, being born, uh, you know, is just like real estate, right? Location, location, location. Yeah. So as long as you're born in the right location or have the right parents, that's fine. But I, I don't have, you know, U.S. parents. Most of my, my student following does not have U.S. parents. Mm -hmm. But if you have U.S. parents and a U.S. person, great. You have a credit, you know, you have a U.S. credit, fantastic. But if you would improve your credit or you want credit in the United States from zero, uh, that's what we're going to be discussing today is how can we hack the credit system legally, morally, ethically, right? There, there are yeah. very specific things that you can do to uh, shortcut your, your ability to have phenomenal credit, even as a non-US person. So one, you're a US person, so you didn't have to uh, do the f a step Step before which the step before which is getting a uh, social or a ITIN uh, number, an international tax ID number, which is what Frank did, and uh, it would be nice for Frank to be here to go over that journey. But I have an ITIN is is basically an international tax ID number, which is a number issued by the IRS that allows you to pay taxes in the United States. It's a social and security number for non US, US people. Essentially, that's what it is. There you go. And uh, the IRS is delighted to give you a number that you have to pay taxes on every year, right? So if you read what the IRS means, the IRS, T-H-E-I-R-S spells theirs. Mm -hmm. They want it all, right? So yes, you can get an ITIN number. Now, there are two ways to do it. One is you can do it yourself. You can actually go on irs.gov and fill out the paperwork and off it goes. 
And in eight months, nine months, if they haven't lost the paperwork, you'll eventually get one. And I'm not kidding when it says eight, nine, when I say eight, nine months. I, I have people that have tried on their own because they don't want to invest, you know, the few hundred bucks that it costs our group to do it. We have a group on the, in an accounting firm that we're tied to, and it's a couple hundred bucks in 45 to 90 days-ish. They have a fast track to the IRS. They actually have a person at the IRS that handles it for them and for us since I have such a, a volume of uh, foreign nationals that we get it issued almost immediately. So I'm going to say, as Gabe says, 45 to 90 days. I don't want to say, you know, that's going to be less than 30, which it can, because then people come to us and say, hey, uh, it's been 31 days. Mofo, where's my, yeah. my ITIN number? Right. So we're at the mercy of other people's schedule here. So we do it a lot faster than a snail mail and IRS loosing and having no idea where that form actually went. Mm-hmm. So once you have an ITIN number as a uh, as a foreign person, then you have, you're a taxpayer in the United States. It's not a social, but you have an ITIN number, which allows you to get credit. Now, there are a few ways to build your credit. First, we're gonna talk, I'll say the long way first. Mm-hmm. How about that? We'll do yeah. the, the long way first. Yeah. So long way is build, you get three credit lines and you can get a, three secured credit cards is the fastest way. And if you just Google secured credit cards, it's pretty simple, you pay a company, like Capital One, I know US Bank has products, I know Bank of America has products, I know Regions has products, Compass Bank has products. If you go to like There's, any website, like for example, Credit Karma, once you have your ITIN, they'll have suggestions right there for you. And you can, yep. you'll have a, there's a lot of options for secured credit cards. Maybe explain what a secured credit card is. For sure. those who don't know, yeah. Yeah, so go ahead. Secured credit card is essentially, it's like a credit card, except that you're like paying in advance, you're leaving a deposit there. So if you want a $1,000 credit card limit, you'll have to leave $1,000 with them. And then when you spend it, you got to keep replenishing that $1,000 over and over and over. And $1,000 kind of always stays as a deposit with them. And what Mark was suggesting is that you get three of these. And I think you're going to explain what the limits are here. There are two, yeah, there are two stages. So just just to be clear, you don't want to rack up. The purpose of doing this is to build credit. And you want your credit balances to be as close to zero as possible without being zero. Most people think having a zero balance is actually a good thing on their credit. It's actually not a good thing because you want to use your credit. If you don't use it, you lose it. And you don't want to be put in that position. So having a $10 balance on all your cards is actually going to serve you more than having a zero balance on all your cards. If you have a secured credit line of, as Gabe suggested, $1,000 and you rack up to $999 of it, your credit is going to be terrible. So you need to really make sure that you have whatever secured credit cards that you have, you don't use at all. In fact, other than putting a small balance on. And it's it's a pretty good racket. If you think about a credit, this credit, secured credit card, the more I think about it, the more interesting it is. It's kind of an asset-based loan in a way mm-hmm. where you give them money. They give you a credit line for that exact amount of money and any purchase that you make on the money that you gave them is 25%. So you're borrowing your own money at 25% interest with fees and you're going to do it three times and you're going to love it. Oh yeah. All right. It's it's basically financial rape is what it is, which it is, right? It is. It is. I, it I'm going to give you money. I'm going to pay you 25% interest and, and in exchange, you're going to report my good standing to the credit report, which is really what you're paying for. But right? the interest is only paid if you don't pay off the balance, right? So Correct. you have a choice. So again, just, just to be clear, you're not paying 25% unless you're not paying your credit card, in which case it's all defying the purpose of building your credit anyway. So 
it's a really good technique that's for sure if you're using it the right way yes so three three lines and you need three you can't do two you can't do one i can't tell you how many times student comes say, well i got two lines done after two like and you have to do and this takes time right this is a long way and i remember a student saying okay marco i did exactly what you did i'm ready to uh you know to do the next step this is two years after doing the long way and i'm like okay pull up your credit it's like well, i don't have any credit i don't understand did you do exactly what i say yeah i opened up my two lines i'm like how many lines did i tell you to open three did you do what i tell you to do <laughs> oh no i wasn't listening that's odd it's a long two years wasted it's a long two years wasted yeah so you have to wait another two years damn it but yeah this is why it's a long way but it's gonna take a while all right now it doesn't have to take two years so there's so just to rewind this tape a little bit so we don't make a long story longer than it needs to be there are two tiers five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars all right if you have three open lines of five hundred dollars then it's going to take a while to establish your credit a $500 line has less weight than a $5,000 line, but those are the only tiers. So if you do a secured credit card three times at 500, that's 1500 bucks. Okay. It's going to take you a lot longer to build your credit than if you had 5,000, 5,000 and 5,000. That's $15,000, by the way, if you forgot no how math. to count fives, right? That's $15,000 that's stuck, but your fifty, your $5,000 limit. Now, don't do four, don't do three, don't do two, don't do one, don't do 4,500 because it's the same weight as 500 bucks on your credit and the credit system. 5,000 exactly and above. If you do 10, it doesn't matter. It's five. All right. It's 500 or 5,000. And I'm saying this super, you know, like in crayon for a reason, because I don't want email saying, hey, what if I do 3,800, 200, you know, 3,805? No, it's 500 bucks or more, all right, or $5,000 or more. Those are the only two tiers that you can do. This will work with to establish credit very quickly. 500 bucks is the slowest, 5,000 is the fastest. And if you have three credit lines of $5,000 that are open for a period of time, you have built some very good credit. In that would take a 5,000 times three will take you probably about six months, whereas three $500 lines will take you maybe two years. So, Gabe, go ahead. And uh, if you do what I said and go to Credit Karma or any other of these uh, credit issuers, will provide you with suggestions. You'll see that there's also secured credit cards as low as $100. So, make sure that you know it's 500 minimum. So it's, there's only two choices here. It's 500 or 5,000. There's banks will offer you multiple choices. You only have two choices if you want this to work. It's 500 or 5,000. And That's if they it. say, I'll, I'll give you one for 300 bucks, you well, want 500. You. Yeah, you want. Now, if you have a secured card for 500 and they give you a $300 line without a security, then that's fine. But you want at least three lines open with at least $500 of credit to really build it quickly. That's really the first key. Now, if you have an ITIN, you can do the same thing, whether it's a social or an ITIN, all right? So you can establish those lines with your ITIN or your social if you're trying to reestablish or build your credit, okay? So that's that or 5,000. So that's the long way. Gabe, I'll let you go into the Speedy Gonzalez way that took you, yeah. uh, you know, I know we're disclosing 45 days, but it, it was a little it, bit less, yes. It was yeah. a lot less, but it's fine. <laughs> and I know you're upset that two weeks later it still hadn't shown up, and I'm like, bro, slow yeah. down, man. I want That's credit so now. Yeah. Oh, I need my credit. I want a purple pony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. having credit is like a fix. That's a... So yeah, so the quick way is 
it's actually quite simple and but it may sound complex depending on how you look at it you're going to it's the same thing you're going to need three three different lines all right that's going to be open but the difference is rather than going through the secure credit card way is you'll need to have someone who's who has credit history in the u.s who's had you know preferably a long credit history and who has good credit <laughs> so, yeah, who has good credit? Good credit. That's, yes, because if yes, if, if you don't, if, if this person has wrong, bad credit, no, yeah. no, no, I'm like, make sure they have good credit. <laughs> so they have to have a long, you know, preferably a long history and good credit and really strong credit. So, and what you'll do with with this individual is just basically ask them if they can add you as what's the term mark because it's not a co-applicant here; it's a, an additional it's card, a, yeah. additional card it, user. Yeah. yeah, so as an additional card user, and what that does is it's basically once you're issued three of these different cards so you can do this with the same person if they have multiple cards you can do this with you know two separate people and do two cards each for example so you'll have a minimum of three but the idea is that they're gonna have to add you as an additional card user now you're gonna say well gabe if i do that then i can mess up their credit and whatnot well this is the beauty of this is that's not the case so if you know, let's say Marco decided to add me as an additional user, which he would never do. But let's say he... I would, I but I've already... I, I, I have I additionally... Could. I did this with my kids too. They have spectacular credit because I added them and I have four kids. So, yeah. and I have a lot of credit lines and I ran out. So I can't do it for anyone else other than... I, I, I'm kidding. I, I meant family from the perspective of that. I know. I'm not good enough. No, uh, you're great. So, so, I would do so. it all day long if I could, but I, I have exhausted my, but, my spots, but, but keep going. But let's use that example. So let's say Marco has me as an additional user. He He'll, he'll call his, his credit card provider, ask to add an additional user. He'll say it's me, provide them with you know my social security number or ITIN if it's an ITIN that you have. And the beauty of this is the card gets sent to him, not to me. To me. So if it goes to Marco, all he's got to do is cut it up as soon as he gets it. And that's it. I never use the credit card, never will be. It's just that credit cards history will show up on my credit history. And so His, doing that minimum it, three times is yes. basically is going to result in you inheriting the user's credit. Or in this case, in this example, it's as if I would inherit Marco's credit. So Marco has a 750 for score, that, line. that would be my 76 score for yeah. that line. Yeah, correct for that line. So if I had um, American Express card for 10 years and i've had a you know phenomenal track history with american express and with citibank and with bank of america and i added him to three different lines he would have a 10-year history with itin number that he got yesterday or a social security number that he would have gotten yesterday so you can warp speed your credit by piggybacking on someone else's credit line use and the risk to them is zero because they're just adding you as an additional user and when they get the card or credit line, they cut it up or they put it in a drawer or they don't use it and it's forbidden for you to use it. It's just there to, again, build your credit. Now, once they remove you, then that line is gone. So you have to remember that. So you have to build your credit and then not have them remove it until you've established a significant credit series of good credit habits. Mm -hmm. um, because once they do remove you, then your credit will immediately disappear. So it's a two-way street. You have to be careful. So you keep building your credit after that. So I guess yes. that's the next step is you keep building, yes. you get more credit lines and credit cards and you keep paying those off the right way because that's your actual credit building on your own. And then if you want, or when they're ready, the other party that is, they'll remove you and you'll remain with your own credit, which you right. built and it's gonna be your score. And depending on your credit habits, I'm pretty certain that once I'm done, 
my credit score without the users will probably be stronger than with the users. So over time, that's probably what's going to end up happening. So yeah. Yeah, that's the fast way. And it's really quick. It's 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 not quick when you don't have credit. It feels like forever because you don't have credit and everything that you try and do outside of, let's say, real estate, you know, like I said, insurance, uh, even just, you know, getting a cell phone plan. <laughs> and they're going to ask you for credit. So that's why it feels long. So if you're able to warp speed that, you know, turning on utilities, this, yeah. you know, deposits. That's right. This is all, all that. It's, it's all dependent on credit. So they, this is, I think, probably one of the coolest podcasts we've done because I've had to do this and I understand the, I guess, how precious this is and how, how important this is and valuable. For me, it's, it's been extremely helpful and I've been able to, now I can get insurance, I can get all these things. And it's not that I can't get insurance without it. It's just that you can go from paying, you know, 2000 or $3,000 a year to paying five, $600 a year just because of good credit. So it's, yeah. it's a big difference financially. You save a lot of money by having good credit in a lot of ways. Even if you don't need to use it to buy assets, and, and some, as, as Gabe mentioned and underlined earlier, um, some asset-based lenders still want good credit to get the preferential rates. So instead of paying a six, seven, eight percent rate on a loan on an asset-based loan, you could be paying four, four or five percent because they know you have good credit, so they're not going to. You're much less of a risk. Exactly. So it it's even though the asset is the collateral, it's still less risk if the person has decent credit, and. As a Canadian person that had no credit for a very long time, I had to really figure out how do I establish U.S. credit as a non-U.S. person. And establishing, you know, credit secured credit cards is viable. Piggybacking on someone else's credit that has good credit, very viable. Longer the credit history with the larger the lines, the better. So if they have a $50,000 credit card times three, that's going to establish your credit a lot faster than a $300 secured card. It'll take you years and years and years. A little engine that could eventually do it. But by the time you, you realize what you're doing, it's, you know, it's 2070 and COVID 76 is upon us. <laughs> Other things will happen. So who knows what's going to happen in the future? But yeah, it's, uh, it's very important. Yeah. And if you have bad credit, you know, you've destroyed your credit for whatever reason. I get it. I had terrible credit for, for a while. So bad I was on check systems, which is a, you write in enough bad checks that uh, get reported to the check systems and it's al it's almost impossible to get off of it. I had to get, I'm glad that I eventually got money to figure out how to get it done, but it's very expensive to, to get remove yourself from check systems, which basically means I couldn't open a bank account. I was not even able to open a bank account. If I got a check, I had to go to a check cashing place in order to get, get money because banks wouldn't take me. That's how bad my credit was. So I understand that. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, the video, the ball cap, and a trophy. So I get it. But there are individuals that I've worked with directly that are like credit ninjas. And they there's very specific laws that the um, the credit bureaus are mandated to follow. And there's a very specific process that some know very well and send the right series of certified mails to the right department that they know is not going to get back to them quick enough. And if you do that and can prove it, they can actually, you know, you can have bankruptcies, foreclosures, late payments, repossessed cars, like you can have a, a credit score that's basically your shoe size completely wiped out in, in less than a 60-day period forever. I'm talking forever. And these guys aren't cheap. I've seen up to $20,000 for this to happen. But if you have, have had really good credit, you would pay $20,000 all day long to have an 800 FICO score again, which can happen in a very short period of time. 
and we we definitely have the channels to make that happen as well so that's a little bit more i'll say on the expensive side but it's really not because if i had no credit i'd pay twenty thousand dollars all day long because with a 750 800 fico score i can go get a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollar line of credit tomorrow easily no problem in credit cards and line of credits and business credit and this credit that credit like credit is very easy to get when you have good credit so that twenty thousand be the cheapest money i'd ever actually invest because it'll you know i'll be able to make a lot of money on that on that credit so that's the point is having the the understanding and the knowledge of what to do with the credit that's really going to make you extremely wealthy but yeah so you experienced it right gabe you're you're all yeah. in you're you know you from great credit to no credit and like shit, i have no credit I even think about that, you know, yeah, you, know, I talk, you know, turning on the utilities and they're like, your deposit, you know, I'm sure they asked for a, sh a large sum because you didn't have any credit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so. exactly what it is. And, uh, and uh, it's no credit, actually. It's, you know, are you, <laughs> I don't even have an address right at that point. So right. I'm, trying, it's yeah, just, I'm trying to turn on utilities on the place that I haven't even stepped into yet. So it's been interesting, but, you know, we say it all the time, you know, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable yep. <laughs> and yeah. i'm living proof of it and i'm enjoying every minute of it not easy go. but it's fun well if it was easy everyone would do it right i guess it's not supposed to be easy mm. if it was easy it wouldn't be valuable yeah it's usually how it works so uh there we go there's uh the loosey-goosey credit uh, i know frank for example got a driver's license yeah uh that's another pack that we can talk about another day but not right now <laughs> he's canadian has a u.s driver's license legally course it's this is not you know done on the dark web has u.s credit cards like tens of thousands of dollars in u.s credit the credit lines yeah and all done exactly using credit hacks that uh these are just a handful i have tons and tons of them mm -hmm. yeah and some i can't do on a podcast because are you know they're quick questionable <laughs> but you know they work and uh yeah, nothing illegal. Just me, you know, <laughs> nothing. That's something I want to share on a podcast. So uh, with that, guys, I hope that was very useful. I know, Gabe, uh, this saved your ass and I know it saved others as well. And having access to money is extremely important. It's not how much money you have. It's how much access money that you have that really makes a difference in your financial future. And if you are liking this episode, liking this content, loving this content, I hope you love it. If you don't like it. You love it. Love this stuff. Please share it. Subscribe and uh, look forward to uh, also hearing from you give us credit that for we it. Could <laughs> give us some credit for it yeah exactly thank you for that that was good and uh yeah so appreciate you have a great day and uh, just crush it it's your it's your every decision that you make today will really impact your uh, tomorrow so make sure you make great decisions financial decisions and just know that tomorrow is going to be amazing because of the good decisions you're making going to make today appreciate you guys thank you gabe appreciate you have a great day bye bye for now toodles if you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.